about doing a live show? A little trickier. All right. It is a little trickier and all this uh, new stuff. Yes. This week on Erotic Awakening, heavy demos, TikTok tentacles, and shouting out to everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast, as well as workshops by Dana Don, are offered free of charge to our community. Because of the expenses involved, we are grateful to those that support us through Patreon and donations. Such as Wayne. And Fitness. And Awesome Katie. And Ashley. All new Patreon peoples. Very much appreciate it. Awesome. And Tammy. She and sent Tammy a donation well. for she one did. of the workshops. So. Awesome. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. How are you this fine day? Pretty good. So it's off, a Sunday. Off to a rough stop. Start on the live podcast. But there is our good friend Peachy. They're on and watching. So awesome. they can keep us straight. Um, cool. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about heavy scenes. And I'm going to go ahead and put down the notes because we actually, we know what the, the topic is. Mm-hmm. But we haven't actually discussed it beforehand. So it's going no, to be very interesting. No, we haven't. And um, so uh, someone, uh, one of our podcast listeners asked us, they said, how do y'all feel about heavy demos? Our local dungeon is planning on a waterboarding dem- demo, and I have to be really careful. My East Coast accent comes out because mm-hmm. it should be waterboarding, mm-hmm. not waterboarding. I have to think about it. Um, others, so our local dungeon is planning on a waterboarding demo, others in the future. Some folks in the community are against just anybody being allowed to witness, not participate in, just witness such a dangerous activity. This is not a class on waterboarding, it's more of a performance. Safety and such will be discussed. The presenters are experienced in it, and safety precautions are going to be in place. So, basically, they're warning our opinion on having people allowed to watch such dangerous demos. So, the, the first comment, and this came from our kick uh, Erotic Awakening group. It did. And one of the very first comments in response to that was, oh, waterboarding, that's so hot. I wish, I want to do that scene. Have you seen a waterboarding? Do you remember seeing a waterboarding? I have seen a waterboarding. Yes. I've actually seen more than one. I don't know that I've seen more than one. I saw there, one at the good old room. Mm-hmm, that's the one I saw. And then I saw one before I left um, in a interrogation scene over at Woodstock's in oh, PA. Oh, okay. So I ended up leaving that one simply because there was a warning that there was going to be um, guns and that even though they were going to be shooting blanks, there was going to be guns involved. And I'm like, ooh, thanks for the warning. I'm out. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> So a couple thoughts come to mind. First off, waterboarding, big do, big whoop. I mean, we've seen somebody, I don't know if we've seen them twice do this. No, we've only seen them once. We've seen um, crucifixion scene. And when Mm -hmm. I say crucifixion scene, if you picture the crucifixion, this is literally... um, Nails through the hands. Yeah, somebody nailing somebody through the hands to a cross. Now... The thing is, I mean, we we can actually talk about a lot of um, uh, heavy scenes, heavy edge play mm-hmm. that we've seen over the years, and um, but I cannot think of one. Uh, yeah, I can. That didn't go over safety stuff. I mean, the crucifixion. He was very upfront in that he's researched this. He's talked to doctors. He knows exactly how to have his arms tied to the cross to take some of the pressure off the nails. He knows exactly the person putting the nails in his hands, know exactly where they're supposed to go. So, you know, all of that is for those of us that are like, oh my God, what the hell are you doing, right? And, um, that but was I, me. 
<laughs> and we did walk away from it a couple of times yeah. and then walk back to it. it. It was outside. Because it was so fucking intense. intense. And now, I compare that with seeing the, the waterboarding scene, right? Which mm-hmm. was an intense scene. And I, I didn't really mean to poo-poo waterboarding. It's a big deal. But the agony that um, the person was going through with the crucifixion scene was just so acute, so intense, mm-hmm. um, versus the agony of the person who was going through the waterboarding, which I wouldn't even really use the waterboarding, um, or I'm sorry, agony. It was absolutely an intense scene, but it wasn't necessarily agony. Now, before we go too much further, though, you and I have done some intense scenes, some edge play scenes that people were uncomfortable with at that time. Mm-hmm. That is very true. It is very dependent. So first off, to actually answer the question, first off, it's very dependent on who your audience is. Don and I, our kind of edge play is we do um, a lot of rough body play. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you are and what the, the people around you, that can be very intense sort of scene. Uh, your normal hardcore BDSM dungeon, they're probably, oh yeah, whatever, rough body play. That's uh, a walk in the park for us. That's normal Sunday afternoon. But doing rough body play at, for example, a swing club, right? And when we talk about rough body play, you know, I'm talking about literally I will punch Dawn in the uh, inner body. Um, as she squirms away or moves away, I'll grab her and pull her back. I'll shout at her to be still, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, right? Stuff. It is a very intense scene if you haven't seen that kind of scene before. So a lot of it for, for my first thought is... You, you've got to understand the context of where you're doing the scene. Mm-hmm. The other aspect of it is, are you in the middle of a public dungeon? Now, we've had uh, event producers had, you know, people have asked them, hey, I want to do this this crucifixion scene or waterboarding or other super intense sort of things in the middle of a dungeon, right? Well, the dungeon play space at this event that I'm thinking of was intended for a hundred people to be in there and playing, right? Mm-hmm. The the couple problems with that, first off, a scene like that is going to take the energy away from other people's scene. Mm-hmm. But the other aspect of, and one of the most important aspects to me about one of these kinds of scenes is that I, as a person, have the opportunity to not attend and not be part of it. Right. Right? The waterboarding scene at the room, mm-hmm. the room did its normal activities, and then it was announced. All right, all the normal stuff's gone, done right. at this point. The class or whatever we did that night is already done. At this point, we're setting up for a waterboarding scene. Some people left at that point. Some I did. Said, I, I watched the first little bit of it. And because I have a fear of drowning, I left. Yep. <laughs> so as long the, as you leave it open. <laughs> the crucifixion scene that we saw was done at a uh, big camping event, but it was off on its own. Mm-hmm. Hell, I'll tell you what. Another one of the most intense hardcore oh, scenes. I know it just one. popped into my head when you said camping event. Yeah. We were, um, we didn't, now we didn't participate. We didn't watch this at all. But we were warned. Damn right. Good thing. Because um, there was a scene, uh, there was a lynching at a scene that we are. This is race play. You know, this is uh, mm. good old boys grabbing a, a, a black woman and lynching her. Doing a lynching and a whipping sort of scene. And that was something... That they set up, right? It was the scene that they all wanted. They all she had. She was very aware it. of it. She asked for it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, 
but super fucking intense, right? And where it happened, this big camping event was far enough away from us that we could not, we didn't have to participate. We got to sit at our campfire. We, we would not have even known it's going on with the exception of the fact that the girl who was being lynched happened to be sitting with us at the moment. That and they was getting ready to, to hold our new puppy. Yes. And people started shaking their heads. No, 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 no. And then we saw the group of people coming. Right. So, but yeah, but there was warning and it was heavy. And, you know, the question is, should they have not done it? Well, where else are you going to do it? Some of these, especially the outdoor events, are all about exploring what it is that your fetish is and what it is that turns you on. Now, they have set some limits, right? So because of some of the stuff that people wanted to do that even the producers thought was over the edge. But um, for the most part, to answer this person's question, uh, why would you not have it as a demo, especially if they're going to talk about the safety concerns as well? People are going to do it, Mm -hmm. right? So again, at the room, there was um, also a class on breath play, Okay, breath play is one of those heavy things. It's one of those dangerous things. It is definitely edge play. It is definitely scary, and it is absolutely dangerous. But because of that class and with someone who was aware of all the dangers and teaching about all the dangers, I learned about stuff that I wouldn't have been aware of. All I knew is it was hot, and I liked it. I didn't know that if you mess with these carterid arteries or whatever it is, you can have plaque in there. And if someone knocks you out by holding on to those, that plaque can move up into your brain and cause a stroke. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have known that. Why not teach that stuff? Because people are doing it in the bedroom. Right. Right? Yeah, I I totally agree with you. It's really interesting, right? It gets to our personal perspective of these kinds of scenes right how does it make us feel right is it you know to one person waterboarding is yummy to another person it's terrifying to another person they're neutral about it right so a lot of it is what is our own personal perspective on this now i tell you i could if it was up to a vote i would have voted against the lynching scene happening yeah that's an event that i was at just knowing it was happening was was kind of it a, was hard. We had we we participated in the aftercare of yeah. it <laughs> with people that heard it. So, but that's because of what I bring to it, right? Yeah. That's because of my personality, my nature, and, and how it impacts me. Um, in general, though, if you don't get specific, right? In general, I would say anything should be allowed in the dungeon that everybody consents to, right? Okay, so how would you make sure everybody consented to it? That's the trick. Right. Obviously, some people can't. Now, I mean, obviously, some people did not consent to that scene. They didn't know it was going to happen. Right. right. Nobody asked me, hey, do you care if this person who you kind of know and these complete strangers do this scene way over there where you're not going to be involved in it? Right? right. And they did actually do a, in general, they do a good job of communicating that at that same event. This event's called Twisted Trist. By nature, it Amazing is intended event. to be a hardcore event. It is where you go to get your hook pull. Um, oh, yeah. Hook pulls are like part they of have, it. They have people walking around. Um, the, I can't remember what they call them, but they're like the, the kidnap brigade, right? When mm-hmm. you go to this event, you get to sign up. I want to be kidnapped and used and stolen and, you know, be violated, right? You sign up for this and other people get to sign up to be on the kidnap team, right? It's kind of, kind of cool uh, so you can live out the fantasies. I was going to say kind of crazy. 
Yeah. Right? Well, you think crazy. I think cool. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's in a safe place. Same thing, right? If we apply this to um, bukkake parties where nobody's wearing protection or play. Bukkake you know, means a lot of guys coming on a girl. Yes. Well, usually a girl. Or orgies or all kinds of interesting things, right? To some of us, they're extreme. To some of us, they're not extreme, right? To go to this particular person's, you know, should some folks in the community are against just anybody even being allowed to witness it, not just participate, but witness such a dangerous activity. So like you said, Don, I think the opposite. The best thing you can do is... Now, if I'm running this venue where this is happening, I'm vetting out this waterboard. Oh, absolutely. Team, this yeah. person that's doing it. And I, what's I your did with the room, right? too. Yeah. Uh, what's your background? Have you done it before? How do you know how to do this safely? What are you actually teaching, right? But at the point that I'm comfortable with that, it is like you said, right? Whether it's breath play, needle play, hook pulls, crucifixions, rough body play, all that kind of wacky stuff that we do. It is better to teach about it or to demo it in a safe way right? than to prevent it from being seen, right? Um, well, once you prevent it from being seen, then it's even more underground and then even more people are going to want to do it and it's not going to be done safely. I mean, I don't want to teach, I don't want to tell someone, oh, the only thing you need to know about waterboarding is how to dial 911. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, for when something goes wrong. I want to know all the different things that can go wrong. And I, I, I want it to be shared with me. And like you said, you know, there's waterboarding, uh, needles. I mean, you need to be taught needles. There's things that can go wrong. So if, if you're seeing someone do it in a dungeon, I don't want someone to, to just pick up a box of needles and start poking. You know, have classes, do this stuff. Right. Because we're going to do it anyway. Hell, I was doing needles. No, I was doing thumbtacks before I knew needle play was a thing or that BDSM was a thing. I liked sharp pain and I would do shit with thumbtacks. I could have ended up with, I don't know, what the hell do you end up with with dirty thumbtacks? Gangrene, rabies? rabies? No, not oh. rabies. <laughs> Tetanus. 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 Okay, there you go. So, yeah. you know, have the classes because we're going to do it anyway. Have the scenes to show how fucking hot it can be, mm -hmm. right? If someone is interested in waterboarding, the example right now, and they're not even allowed to watch it, how are they supposed to feel about wanting to do something yep. like that? I mean, let's accept it. It is a real thing. So, accept is an interesting word. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not tolerated. It's I don't necessarily have to accept it, but I can't reject it. There's a word that I quite yeah. I'm not quite there with. Um, in that I don't accept. Can I don't you know. It's can tricky, you accept right? it as a kink? Can you accept it as a desire? And and I'm play, totally playing devil's advocate because there's some things that I don't accept. Yeah, uh, it's really or funny because tolerate. I, I want to argue <laughs> that. Uh, the one that keeps come, I come back to is race play, right? You come back and say, well, right. you know what? I don't, I don't accept race play, but what am I not accepting? I, the two times I've been involved, not even involved, but uh, had a rape, um, I'm sorry, race play thing around me, both were began by uh, black women. 
Yes. You know, they're the ones that drove, I want this scene. So who the fuck am I to say, no, you're not allowed to have that scene because it makes me uncomfortable. Well, now that you've mentioned it, I, I, every time I look down, it's because I write notes a lot. So um, I actually, she she talks about it. I actually would like to have her on the she, show. She's been on the podcast. Has she Talk been on the podcast? That. And she, had, we've done 500 some episodes. <laughs> I forget some of the topics. So Ed Peachy makes a good point that it's kind of like that sex ed conversation in high school right we oh i don't want my kids learning sex ed from you know from high school that kind of from a sex ed teacher i want well fuck you know what people don't it's fuck you you know the thing that comes to my mind is the movie carrie the original i didn't see the new one but where mom didn't teach her daughter about sex sexuality right where her breasts were called dirty pillows and she didn't teach her about having a period and all that kind of stuff People, real people are like that. That's not just out of oh, Stephen yeah. King's fucked up brain, which he does have a fucked up brain. I love it. <laughs> he used to write porn. Really? Stephen King. Oh, that's off topic, but I might have to look that up. It's scary. Maybe. It's very scary. Hmm. Anyway, under a pet name. Um, but I would much rather, like you said, I think we're just repeating ourselves now, right? Better to have it taught and, and yes. visible, and you can make an opinion about that way. The flip side of it is, I want first, I want... The right to not participate, yes. even not even as a witness, right? Example, we were teaching, a, we were participating in a class, a needle play class where you were the demo. Yep. Big time needle play class. Dawn was in <sighs> space, big I, time. It was amazing. And then they start, you know, the, the class is done and I'm letting Dawn breathe and relax. And the next class comes in and they say, all right, we got set up for the next class. Cool. Hey, we're just going to sit here and chill because Dawn's totally spaced at this point. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool with us. What is the next class, by the way? Uh, scat play. I was like, okay, Dawn, I'm going to carry your ass out of here. Because <laughs> that's one of my things, man. I right. don't want to be... I don't look at that as a bad kink, but I do look at it as something I don't want to be involved in. Yeah. CBT is the same thing. I can watch a little bit of CBT. I can watch a little bit of cutting play, but not a lot, man. There comes a point where I personally go, I, I don't dig it, right? Yeah. It doesn't do it for me. It's not... It's, then it's more than it doesn't do it for me. It's not that I just don't want to participate. I've had a lot of coffee, apparently. You're not getting much for it in. <laughs> I noticed. We talked recently on the podcast about pegging. I don't want to participate in pegging. Not interested. But watching a pegging scene, I'm okay with that. Yeah. They're, especially if it's done well, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, go. I do. I, and I, I'm with you. I like the disclaimers. When, um, with the, um, what was that scene that was at uh, Woodstock's? It was an interrogation scene. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, interrogation scene. Yay, I find those hot. I really want to participate in one of those. This is going to be awesome. And then at the beginning, he went, so this is going to involve this, 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 and this. The person has consented to it, but they don't know how we're going to do this, mm -hmm. right? So, and I'm like, okay, I'm good with this. I'm good with this. I'm good with this. Holy fuck, no, not on my list. Actually, that's on my red list. I'm going to go take a nap in the camper. Right. So, you know, I like having those, that option. So, but we're on board. You know, I really think people need to be taught. And the more mm -hmm. safety they're taught, the better. Yep. So. A lot of feedback on the mm -hmm. uh, chat as well as this, for those listening on the podcast two days later, this is live on YouTube at the moment. Mm -hmm. And our uh, listeners, I think, are pretty much in agreement that, this is kind of the way they would handle it. I see that uh, Peachy is going to figure out that pen name that Stephen King was using to write porn and go book him for the podcast. Thanks, Peachy. We appreciate that. That would be awesome. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Anything else to say on this one? I don't think so, but I did get the feeling um, from the person. And like I said, uh, this person was in our kick 
chat room. Mm-hmm. So, and the feeling that I get from this is that um, it's in that a lot of people, or at least someone, or at least this person thinks that teaching is the right thing to do as well, just the way it's worded. You know, um, it's not a class on waterboarding. It's a performance. Safety and such will be discussed. So, you know, all of that is there as to why wouldn't we allow this? So, And, you know, I've actually seen, good Lord, after 20 years, we've seen a lot of stuff. And um, I've seen stuff in Indianapolis on stage that I'm like, hey, what the hell is that? Not my thing. Right. And yeah. Anyway, so we could talk forever about that and say the same thing. And one last thing I do want to say about this, though, is that in the beginning of our kink journey, um, people doing things with as littles, littles twenty years ago was not that was no. not that part of our was not part of the kink events that we were into. No, maybe. not at maybe all. Maybe it was a thing. I don't know, but it really wasn't a thing. And at least at the Midwest and the events that we went to. And slowly mm-hmm. we started to see that um, things related to littles became more and more of a thing, right? Right. You and I are not, we're not at that time digging the whole littles thing and actually had some interesting uh, baggage of our own to take a look at as that came through, right? Absolutely. But the very fact that it existed in the same kink space that we were with, our, with other people gave us the opportunity to become a little more educated, to look at ourselves and say, what is this resistance that I have? What is this feeling that I have? And am I, and these are people I know, right? Are they all unhealthy perverts or something? Or is there <laughs> something there that I can look at and say, this is a, an expression of sexuality or an expression of intimacy that's acceptable and is not a parallel to the baggage that I'm carrying? Absolutely. So if nothing else, uh, uh, what, the the BDSM world is about growth, Mm -hmm. right? So um, someone, oh, it's hi there, catsuit, (laughs) said um, at Wicked last year, I think the most attended class was the waterboarding class. Well, there you go. People are interested. People are interested. People want to know. People want to hear about these things. Hey, if that class is so well attended, maybe you and I should start doing waterboarding. You know... (laughs) I like playing with my fears. Uh-huh. I do have a fear of drowning. I don't know. It is hard for me. I have such a fear of drowning, and it's, it's all because of past baggage, that um, I have a hard time getting my face wet in the shower. Yep. So waterboarding, that would definitely be about growth. So this is absolutely hitting you here. Oh, absolutely. How about and, down here? Uh, I'd, not so much yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not so much yet. So that is that is one of those fears that's that's uh, uh, deathly afraid of. I think for the pod- let's play with it like falling. <laughs> I think for the video podcast, I'm going to need some kind of little table here because what happens is every time I go to reach down to grab my coffee or something, oh, I'm like, I know I do the same thing with the computer and getting my notes. So. And side notes for those who are watching live on YouTube, if you recognize the shirt that I'm wearing and what the Ooh. reference is, then you get uh, eight. EA points. That looks kind of funky on the video, doesn't it? It's, it's kind of funky. It, it's funny when you walk <laughs> around, uh, and I'll mention at the very end of the podcast for those who are listening uh, two days in the future, but when you walk around, people either look at you like you're some kind of weirdo, or they look at it like, oh, cool, man, right on. I've seen that happen before. Yeah. We were at a com fest, I think, yep. and someone spotted your t-shirt and knew what it was and enjoyed yep. it. Absolutely. So I'm seeing something else in the in the in um, in our video that I want to point out. So this is our, oh, where'd it go? This is our, our newest book, 
We have one single copy for proofing. We're waiting for the rest to come in. Yes. So it's out there. It's done. <laughs> Our, our uh, supporters, Indiegogo yep. supporters, should have theirs soon, as soon as they come in. So uh, they are on order. We keep saying soon. And I we know, keep expecting but them to be here any day our now. part's done. So, Dawn. I have um, such a little head. You do have a little head. <laughs> That's not on my show notes, though. But it's, it is a fact. I wouldn't mind a little head. hey <laughs> I can take care of that. Uh, it looks like we, you, so last show, I mentioned that even though we've got like eight different things coming up. By the way. We're busy as fuck. All of a sudden. I mean, like in the last four days, you asked me, what, a week ago, hey, should we start looking about in-person? Should we start looking at in-person events and maybe start to see if there's any out there to try to schedule? And I'm like, "Eh, maybe not just yet. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, all of a sudden, we're scheduling Zoom classes. We're on other people's podcasts. We just scheduled some Zoom classes with somebody else. And, oh, busy. It's awesome. I I just had a submissive roundtable an hour and a half ago. Yeah. And um, it, it's just amazing to see and, people. And we had a great time last night on the dating, um, the What Women and Other Wonderful Creatures Want podcast from datingkinky.com. Hi there, Kat the Suit will correct us if not. Good. We'll sit there and wait okay. for them to correct us if that's incorrect. <laughs> I, we're not going to wait. Uh, but then we had a great time on their podcast as well. Got to meet some mm-hmm. other people. So it's just so weird that now... For a couple of months after the space closed, and for those that follow the podcast, we used to run this place, and it closed due to COVID, and for many months, we're not presenting anywhere. We're not going out to present. Right. And now, all of a sudden, boom, every, we're stupidly busy. Um, all virtual. Oh, yeah, all virtual. So I don't um, have to pack a suitcase. We don't have to find a pet sitter for the dog. We don't have to whatever. And yep. yeah, we just did Holy Fire. We did that last last weekend, I think. Um, with uh, Raven Kildera and his boy Josh, and I uh, did a class or two there. The point to all that oh, is, sorry. last time, <laughs> you read this list of like nine things that we're doing. And I said, I don't want that nine person, nine thing list anymore, right? I want, right. cut it down. So what are the next I did. three things that we're doing? Okay, so just the next three things. Yes. You're not going to tell me now that three the nine th- was okay. No, because I only put three. Yes. So, what are the next three <laughs> things that we're doing? So, the next three things we have. Um, so, I run a group called Owl, which is older women in alternative lifestyles. So, it's for those of us that are fifty-ish and older and um, alternative lifestyles. So, mainly kink. So, that is on January twenty-eighth. So, that is a Thursday evening. So, I'll be running that on February seventh. You and I will be doing a Zoom. That's uh, not a Patreon thing, or just just for anybody. Yep, yep. Um, that's going to be on, on a sensual BDSM. So that should be really good. That's going to be fun technology wise because I'm going to shift things around oh, and get out the spanking, the spanking bench, bench and see and if we can video that. Okay, that would be awesome. We've yep. tried to do it with sensual spanking before, and it turned out okay. But we've had to redo this whole room because of just different things. things. So yes. cool. <laughs> And then on February 11th, so I also want to mention the other one too. So February 11th, I know, because two of these are just mine. Just go, go, go. So Al is, is one that I do. And yep. then I also do Eros Gathering. And um, this is my energy group. So the topic is going to be energy, chakras, and sex. What's the other one? The other Wait, one? When is that? Oh, February 11th. You know what? Okay. Actually, the other one we mentioned at the end. We're good. So, um, yeah, Eros <laughs> Gathering is on February 11th, which is also a Thursday night. I like Thursday nights. If you're dying to find out all the other stuff that we do as well as mm-hmm. get discounts to 
uh, Kickstarter cards and the other kind of stuff. And just generally keep up with Dan and Don. You can be a subscriber to the newsletter. New subscribers to the newsletter are, for example, Ryan from Pennsylvania, Gerald from Ohio, Calla from Florida. Calaboo from Amsterdam. Nice. Tim from the Oklahoma-Arkansas border. And Jen from right here in Columbus, oh, Ohio. nice, nice, nice. So head over to eroticawakening.com and get your EA shout-out. Sign up for the occasional newsletter to, and I'm getting better at these, to get the latest podcast news, dates, plus discounts on books and more. So I'm trying to get really good about getting the dates out there because we've got so much going on, and that's yep. the easiest way to keep everybody updated. Jen. Columbus, Ohio, huh? Cool. <laughs> Makes me wonder if we know them. Uh, you know what? It does make, and I was starting to put the flirt down, but I was like, shame about this pandemic. We should get together sometime in 2022. Right. right. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry about that. So, and hi there, Cat Suit said his um, podcast is What Women and Other Wonderful Humans Want. You said creatures. <laughs> Fair. So very awesome. much fun, and it was very. It, it's really neat. Uh, the the interactions we've had with datingkinky.com dating dot have been very neat and very professional. Um, so part, apparently, one of the things people do on during the pandemic is learn to play the guitar. The other thing that they do is start a podcast. Yes, I've I've seen that, and not all those podcasts have been a great joy to be a part of. Mm. I don't mean that in a negative way, but it was nice to say, uh, you know what, Dating Kinky, your shit was great. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's move on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hi there, Catsuit does a good job. Did a great job. So, awesome. So, um, someone was just speaking up on the chat. I don't know if it came through before or after what we just said, but they wanted to know where all our dates are. I will have a new newsletter out. I just sent one out like yesterday and one a couple of days ago, and I don't want to overwhelm people, mm -hmm. but um, I will have another one coming out soon now that we've got all these new Zoom classes going on. So look for the newsletter, and um, if you've signed up for it, you'll automatically get it to your email. And then the other place that I put everything is on FET, but that's only everything that we run. If we're doing a class for someone else, it's not going to be under our name. But you can head over to Erotic Awakening and head over to the calendar link. That there. is true. We're going to have it on there as well, so eroticawakening.com. One of the things I've been doing during the pandemic is rebuilding the Erotic Awakening website, mm -hmm. not because anything was wrong with it, but because I like doing that kind of shit. And I am to the point where, oh, podcast listeners, if you want to go out to eroticawakening.com and start clicking on links and looking at things and finding all the errors that I made and then send them to us at Dan and Dawn at Erotic Awakening, I would say thank you. I'm to the point now where I, I am not going to, what is it that I call it when you do that? Um, attacking. Yes, yes. Attacking he would take it work. much better from you than me because he yes. gets defensive when I point out things to him. So, yes, he'll take it. I'm not going to deny that. that I know, you can't deny it. <laughs> uh, speaking of being defensive, before we get into our tentacles, we should grab our Kickstarter cards. Are they nearby? Yes, they're right behind. Oh. Nope, over Yes, the stack of them. So, right. cool. But I also want to mention something before we forget. I made sure to write myself a note. Um, there is an app out there called Dating Kinky. And I went on it, and maybe I put too many. It's, it's a great application. Is it an right? app or a website? 
I went to it w- on w- the computer. So, so it's, a it's a website. Yep, datingkiki.com, um, I reckon. Yes. And um, I went out there looking for people, but I may have put in too tight parameters. And I don't know that everybody knows about this site. So, but if you're looking to date and you're looking to date kinky, try out datingkinky.com. Can I translate so, that for the podcast? Listeners? I'm looking for people to date. Thank Can you put you. your damn name on there? <laughs> well done, sir. I can't find people on FET or. <laughs> All right, Don. Pick a Kinkstarter card. These are the Kinkstarter, Kinkstarter cards. cards. Look at that camera. Not auto-focusing. Good for it. All right. All right. What? Close your eyes. You don't get to pick the color, too. Oh, I don't get to pick the color, nope. too? Okay. So we are going to go with this one. Okay. And it better not be Bastinado again. I'm always picking Bastinado. Oh. Okay. Okay. So am I doing or receiving? You're picking one for me now. Oh, am I picking one for you? Okay. This one's for you. All right. Dawn. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How do you feel about being having a fur glove used during our sexy scenes? It depends on the scene, because I'm usually a rough girl. So if you punch me with said fur glove, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. But actually, <laughs> <laughs> so actually, fur glove's okay. It's not my first choice, but there's ways of using it so that it's it'll work. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. For more sensual type of scene, I think a fur glove, even a spanking scene, a fur glove is a great warm-up Absolutely. Tool. Yep. Yep. Or in between, because it gives sensation between the pain. So I'm just a, well, I'm a combo. I like pain and sensation. Okay, Dan. So the card I have for you, how do you feel about strap-on play? So um, I mentioned earlier, I'm not a big fan of pegging as a receiver. Um, I have bought a strap-on to cover my cock was very oh, uncomfortable. That's true. Super uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Used it once, pain in the ass. A strap on on my thigh. That was awesome. For, and you could just sit on it there. Yeah, you strapped could, it on on your thigh, and it was literally built for his thigh. A friend of ours got it for him. Yeah. Oh my God, so long ago. Mm-hmm. But it's so hot, right? Because he's got the strap on on his thigh, and I get to straddle his leg, mm-hmm. which means I'm standing up straddling his leg. We're face to face, so we're able to kiss and everything. And oh, we need to find another one of those. And the other strap on play that I would like <laughs> to do, which I don't know, I think. I feel like maybe we had one at some point, or I've just seen a video. It would be the strap-on on my chin, so that I could slide into your pussy. and then mm-hmm. See, that would be fun. I know. Remember when I did the objectification room yeah. in Dark Odyssey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a guy laying on the floor, and um, he was well-known. Okay. But he didn't want anybody to know who he was. And he had one of those on his face so that you couldn't see who he was. Huh. And then people used his face. Neat. Yeah. So that was a way of being, um, uh, I almost said unanimous. That's not the right word. Autonom- Anonymous. Anonymous. Yes. I should know that word. All right. So this one. <laughs> but that was really cool. Is going to be for, uh, I'm just, I saw you that Amber the Rope Slut. At least I saw who, that. Amber the Ro- that's who yes. he used to be. Yeah. Is on, Still. on the show. Still, yeah. And um, you can tell us, Amber, how do you feel about? Oh, interrogation play. It's not focusing. No, this is not that camera. This is okay. the one that look, makes us look great. <laughs> <laughs> but not things that you zip in like that. So, Amber. Interrogation uh, play. So We'll come back to the chat for a mo- in a moment to see if they're, uh, well, even interested in that. Hey. Yes. 
What are you doing? Well, for some reason, it's saying this message is held for review, and I have to click show show to show it. Huh? I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know. So if one of you guys um, typed in a message on the chat and it didn't show up, that's why. So it told me I had to review it and approve it. So And, and Amber responds to interrogation play. Love, Love it. it. So that's good for them. <laughs> um, Dan and I actually figured out that we both like the idea of interrogation play, but don't feel like we can do it with each other. Yes. And Eva, as I've mentioned on the show before, if I was going to do interrogation play, it would have to be somewhere where I could separate myself from myself. Mm-hmm. So the uh, Star Wars um, oh, Dark yeah. Trooper, probably, that would be the style. Like a costume sort of play. Right. See, that would work for me, too. Um, if someone knew me too well and used my real-life stuff against me, that could be a little dangerous for my head. But if it was like cosplay yeah. and we were pretending, and actually I've done that before. I've done that before bad bunny thank you i have done that before i went to bad bunnies and i was a wench that was my whole tentacle scene thing and they were whipping me and whipping the clothes off of me they had me um go to goodwill and buy some clothes i was okay with with uh having torn off of me and uh, but they whipped the buttons off of me trying to tell me where the key was and if i didn't tell them where the key was they were going to release the kraken (laughs) and they released the kraken that was so cool how they did that so (laughs) like that was my so interrogation you, play. When they said, uh, tell us where the key is, or we'll release the Kraken, did you immediately respond? Second drawer to the left, under that thing. No, no over there, over there, as a matter there. of fact, I've never really done cosplay that much, um, uh, at, hardly at all. And um, instead, they had me wait upstairs while they prepped the downstairs. And then he came up and grabbed me and said, you'll tell us where that fucking key is. And I'm in my head going, what key? What fucking key? I don't know what they're talking about. And then I realized it was part of the scene. <laughs> I'm like, right. oh, I get it. I thought I'd really done something wrong. <laughs> yep. Shout out to you, Jockey Johnny Jackhammer, as well. So as we trying to sneak by. Oh, nice, nice. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. First, Don, tentacle tights on TikTok. Oh, sorry. I was reading the chat room. So tentacle tights on TikTok. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds cool. So um, actually, uh, Peach from our, I think it's Peachy from our kick um, chat actually sent me this link. She's also a Patreon supporter. She's also on YouTube right now. I know. That's why I said hi right there. So hi. (laughs) Um, Sent me a link to TikTok where they're showing. So everybody keeps sending me links to these uh, uh, tentacle tights. Mm -hmm. And they're the tights that have the, I forget what they're made out of, silicon maybe? Sure. That um, looks like tentacles coming out from under a skirt, right? But the tentacles are attached to the tights. And um, I really want one of those for one of my kilts. And um, this TikTok video actually shows different people wearing these tights. So it's not just a picture. And one of them was a plus-size model. So she's standing out in the water with this beautiful gown on. And she raises the gown. And she's got the tentacles coming down Mm -hmm. from her garter. Very cool. So that was really cool. So just a shout-out because I like tentacles. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Isn't there like International Food Day coming up or something? There's so many International Food Days of different types of food. It's not funny. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to be putting it on out there, uh, letting people know when some of these days are. So if they want to send food on boob pictures to match the day, that would be awesome. All right. Uh, did any, I don't think anybody on the the chat guessed this or uh, identified the shirt. Um, I haven't seen dating dating kinky is run by Nookie Notes on Fet. 
uh, pain in the ass, <laughs> 3D Kickstarter cards. Wait, what's a pain in the ass? Uh, Strap-ons can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so nobody gets the eight EA points that I were offered, oh. and I don't even know what those are. But it is from the uh, band King Crimson from the 21st Century Schizoid Man album cover. Nice. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or YouTube. <laughs> or just tell your friends. If you like what you're doing, keep doing it. <laughs> but if you like what we're doing, you can head over to patreon.com erotic awakening. Take a look at the options like this kind of stuff, extra content, free books, and more. The next Zoom meeting is February 14th. The topic is let's chat about loving power exchange. Info will be going out to Patreon supporters. And I do want to mention, because you said a free book, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did send out kinky dating to our Patreon supporters. So if you are a member, $5 and above, you get a link to a free ebook. And we love writing little books like that. We're, We're going to be more. doing more. So awesome. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.